Welcome. Today we will teach you how to grow your small business through marketing and stop, sales. Stop, 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 stop. We got the truth. We got the truth. This is not a normal business truth. show and it's not taught in Harvard Business School. So leave your preconceived notions at the door because we're looking for the big truths of what makes a small business tick. We bravely lean into psychology, business, philosophy, religion, and more to learn from experts on how to create a healthy balance in life and business. I'm Joe Watkins. And I'm Travis Castle, serial entrepreneurs and your host. Not here to sell you a thing, just deliver the big truths of small business. Oh, yes, we are. Welcome to the show. Boy, it's been a minute since we've been on the show, Travis. And uh, boy, we're excited to be back behind the microphones. Good to be back. You ask why we haven't been on the show much? Well, a lot of things have happened. We sold the businesses we told you on the last show. And uh, we actually need some detox time to, uh, to think about and, 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 and move in new directions and, and figure out where we are and what's going on. And we're still in that process. But what was super calling us was we got to get back at the show because the show informed our life and we know it informed many of yours. And so we're back with a new, new subject here. It's been a year. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's been, it's been, been a year been, since we sold the business, been a year since we sold the business. It's been six or eight months. I mean, since we did a show about it. So it's been a minute. So the show today is titled blood in the streets. Mm. And we, we've been talking about this today because it's been part of our conversation around what's next, right? right. And uh, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you another tagline here, another little thought. Are you leaving enough blood in the streets so your business is not bleeding? So what does that mean, Travis? Well, what think, are we talking you know, about today? Let's let, let's start off with some definitions because that is some dramatic verbiage okay. by you there, right? Yeah, so okay. blood. So when we say blood, what would you what would be another term for blood? I mean, I think there's a lot of terms be it below blood. I mean, I think it's I think it's effort. I think it's intensity. I think it's uh, uh, passion vision um time. excitement time uh, uh uh sweat equity um risk money uh the blood can can represent a lot okay. of things that's right yeah that's right so yeah so you know i i remember back in the the mortgage days back in uh back when it was fasting loose in the mortgage days joe yeah i still felt like every closing there was a little bit of blood that i left in that closing. I would actually say it was a piece of me. Like, man, that one took a piece of me. That, with that, my, that's, that's a good definition. Yeah. A piece of you. Right. A literal piece of you. And you all know what that means. Um, in fact, using, using a sports analogy like we did, like to do, we, we played some golf today. And, and oftentimes, in any golf round in which, and I'm a zero handicap, which means I, you know, Eight out of my eight out of my eight scores out of twenty at least would average par par rounds. That's what a, a zero handicap means. My best rounds of golf have blood in those rounds. 
Why? Because I can't produce a 69 on the golf course without immense concentration on every shot, on every putt. Um, I can't shoot a 69 without stretching prior to the round, doing a pre-shot warm-up so my body is capable of moving and flexing for 18 holes of golf. I can't shoot a 69 without having immense patience throughout that round of golf. So when that one shot goes sideways, that I, I, I'm able to get right back into the routine and, and keep at it that patience. I mean, it's, and so when you get done, what happens? You are wore out. I left something out there. Right. That, that's what we're talking about, blood. And you also gave up some stuff during the course of that round because the guys you were playing with that were hemming and hawing and talking about the, the game coming up and what they're doing for, the, you know, for this, that, or the other next week, you, you can't really participate. Most people can't participate in that banter and go shoot a 69. No. Right? No. It's, you, it's, get, you, you give up some things to do something really good. And, and that's part of the blood too, right? That's part of the it's, blood It's too. the sacrifice that's what I'm talking of, about. of giving it up. You're giving up drinking – you know, four or five beers because that ain't going to work, you know, or, or whatever that the case may be. Right. Yeah, so I, I think when we're talking about, if we bring this to, you know, the business world, I think most people outside looking in, maybe who've never owned a business or haven't really uh, gone down that road, they're looking, their, their first thought is money around that, right? And it's interesting to me because I think that of all the blood and all the definitions we gave of, of the blood in the streets, right? I think money's the easiest one. I mean, relative, but but certainly if you have any, it's the easiest one. Right. Because I mean it's it's already there. Right. Well, if you don't have it, I mean, you know, if 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 you're low, you don't have any, it's kind of one of those things where, well, if that business didn't work out, you're really not that different than you were, right? So, you know, money is something you can do with kind of an act of the will. You know, I can I can take my pen out, I can write that check, and I've done that. And yeah, that sucks, and maybe I'm taking risk, and there's some stress that goes beyond just handing that check over, right? You worry about it, is this going to work? But, you know, again, when you start th- talking about sweat equity, are you going to show up every Saturday morning at 6 o'clock before the customers get there and put in the sweat equity? Or, you know, when you go to rehab the house, when you do hit the budget number, are you actually going to go learn to do things you've never done to make this deal work? Okay, that I mean that begins to have more intensity than just writing a check. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. And, and I want to maybe give a a brief thought around while we're talking about this. Um, it has become. I, we'll, we'll talk to two target audiences right now. It's become somewhat obvious to me over the years that new businesses, new restaurants that open. New small businesses, maybe you're starting a, you know, an internet marketing business or, or, you know, you're going to be a Facebook expert or whatever. It's become obvious to me that the, the road to what I think most people are looking for out of these new businesses, the success that they foresee, that the road there is a lot more bumpier than even uh, most people would even would be willing to tell them. Uh, certainly what they believe in their own mind because they, they associate, I have skill sets. I can, I'm a technician. I can get this thing. Um, I'm a great cook. I, I can cook the best 
Louis is in a barbecue uh, that you've ever seen. And, and certainly if I just get that into the hands of people with having a, a shingle, then then I'm going to do well. And it, it, there, there's so many details that are that are overlooked. And and so what happens is you get going and and, and some of those blockades come. And the the fortitude it takes, the 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 energy, the passion, the diversion, the 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 counseling, the coaching, the I mean, you name it, because this thing falls back in your family with issues. It it, it can really get become stressful and create a lot, a lot of anxiety. Um, oftentimes, it's because it starts from a place of 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 miscommunication to yourself. Right, a gap in expectation, a gap in in what actually has to occur to meet any level of success, which all, which could mean a, a gap in business plan. I mean, there's a lot of things here. So the blood, and so what what we're saying is, and I'm gonna let you respond, Travis, is that one of those very important things that needs to be at play in your plan. First of all, have a great business plan. That's another podcast. But in that plan and in that plan of expectation, you're going to leave some blood. It is not going to be easy. You're going to have to power, outthink, outmaneuver, come back from failure, figure out how to make that rent payment, go spend the extra 10 hours that week that you didn't want to spend because you already spent 60. Because without it, it, it could mean fa- that's what that, that that there's a gap there, especially in new business. That's one target audience. What do you say to that? Well, I, I think of you know exploring a little bit of that audience, right? And and why that could be is because again, we're coming from the small business perspective. We're coming from the perspective, and I, you know, I'm certainly coming from the perspective, and this has been your story really too, of the smallest of small businesses for the most part start out with me. Usually, right? At least, you right. know, when the idea is birthed, even if you immediately go find a partner, you are the small business, right? And so I think the makeup and the nature of most entrepreneurs that I, that I know is a positive feeling about the future, right? They're, they're positive people. They're thinking things are going to work out. They probably have some experience in their life that tells them, as I've heard you say many times that, hey, look, if I really press this button hard enough, long enough, guess what? I'm going to win. This is going to work out. So if that's the philosophy and if that's true, then, you know, whatever blood, ha- I'll, I'll take it on. Whatever blood has to be spilled, I'll do it. Now, I think what you're saying is it's almost impossible to know, first off, where that blood's going to come from. Where the gaps are, yeah. Right. Where is, are we talking about, you know, what are we talking about? More money, more time, more people. Do I have to go get a degree that I didn't know I had to get? Do I have to go get some specialized training? You know, all the, all the variables you went through. But, you know, again, why do people, it, once you get the momentum of the business going, then to me the blood becomes, look, a little easier to spill once you are already, I think to use an old term of ours, pot committed. Right, you get down the road a little bit, and you got no choice but to spill that blood. But the starting point that we're kind of discussing, where there's an equation that's done and it's off a little bit, it generally errs to the side. To your point of, 
I might spill a, a, a couple of ounces here, but I don't think I'm going to spill a quart of blood. Quite often, it's a gallon. <laughs> well, that's right. Yeah. And and uh, and by the way, just because you spilt the blood doesn't mean the results will happen. And I want to be super clear about you know, we gave some 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 thoughts around the blood that we're talking about spilling, but I I want to. I maybe want to go a little bit deeper on this. It's uh, it's it's figuring out how to do what you don't even know you you don't even know that you don't you don't know how to do. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. You don't know what you don't know, but when you figure out that you know what you don't know, but you need to know it, then you do what it takes to figure it out and know it because because that's what it takes for success, and you can't take a blind eye to that. So if you're if you're in a business where you're you're you know where where internet traffic is is important. And you realize that, oh crap! You know it's not that easy to get people to to come to my website, and I don't have the money to pay the professional. Well, then, then your second job now becomes at five p.m. is you're doing nothing about but about research about how internet marketing and SEO and and all that really works and how Google ranks things, and you're becoming the expert because you've now found out that that has real importance in your business. You didn't know what you didn't know, but you know it now. Now you don't blindfold yourself and you the blood you're going to shed just to learn about that because you don't have the cash to pay for it. And even if you did, by the way, it's not often better. Are you willing to do that? It's not the business you thought you're in, but it's a it's actually a major component of your business. And and I'm not sure that these kinds of things are, are are thought about, especially prior to being in business. So again, that's that's the, the category one here. I just talked to somebody the other day in a consulting conversation where she had not started a new business. She wants to podcast, in fact. And she was putting up, she was actually putting up a lot of layers in front of her in the in in, in the in the podcast. But the interesting thing for me was the layers that she was putting in front of, of even getting started were actually not all that super important for a successful podcast. It was a lot of effort around the look of the logo and I got to have this and this and all my ducks in a row. And, right. and I was like, no, you know, what, what you need to do is you need to start hitting the record button and putting content out every week. Doing it. Because you're never going to be good. There's nothing you can do to be good at it without doing it. And as far as what software you're going to use and all that stuff, like we, that stuff's important, but it's not all that important. What's important is getting going, That's right. and then and then and then doing the study on how I get better and how do I push this to to greater audience. And uh, so anyway, um, so that's audience one. Audience two that I think this applies to. Is you've been in business, and you you've been there for a while, and you and your business is not where you expected it to be. Maybe not even close. You left the the, the six figure job. Maybe it wasn't six figure. You left the job. You started the business. Again, you're probably the technician that knew something about what you're getting into, and you have been in business for five years. So that's the success. You have not closed the doors, but you, you've not really replaced your income fully. 
you're working your ass off at, you know, 50, 60, 70 hours a week. You haven't figured out how to grow this thing beyond you and maybe a, a couple people. It, it's, it, it's, it's almost not worth it to you. And you're going, why am I doing this? And I, I guess my question is, are there components inside of your business that you know to be lacking and true that you're avoiding? And we get why you're avoiding it because there's, there's maybe time is a limitation. Money's a limitation. Stress is a limitation. But, but you know the gap exists. And, and, and are you sitting down and masterminding this in such a way, whatever that looks like, to overcome what you know is the obstacle? Or are you glazing over it and expecting different results? And there's blood to spill if you want to get from where you are to where you want to go. I might have a third audience. You got a third one? I might have a third one. Because I'm thinking about that guy a little bit, but I'm going to twist his story. So I'm not going to go back through that whole last guy, but I'm going to pick him up. And I'm going to say, what about this guy? Here's a guy who has done, he has spilled the blood. It looks like Charles Manson has been to his office, right? There's blood everywhere. He has sacrificed time, energy. Maybe he's sacrificed relationships. And I believe that's true about maybe all, everyone who goes down that road. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, so, yeah. so that, that that's, that's, that's what I picture of this guy, though. He, he has, in his mind, given Massive amounts of blood. That's how he feels about this. That's right. But this guy actually only has to give a couple more ounces. The right ounces. To get where he wants to be. How many stop and believe that I've got to give all this blood over again and again and again and again when they're an inch away? It's actually right around the corner. It's actually staring them in the face. And it's a matter of, Again, I think what you're, we're, we're kind of talking about here a little bit is having a little bit of self-awareness, but also business awareness as to where you're at in this continuum of investing, another word for maybe you know, bloodletting here. Um, because I think so many people stop just short when they've actually paid the bulk of the price. But in their mind, being in business is about constant sacrificing, constant investing, constant blood spilling, and constantly, you know, sacrificing relationships and time from family. When the reality is, you might be closer than you think. No, I agree with that. I, I think that I don't. I don't think we want to paint the picture that. And I think you make a good point that 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 spilling the blood that we've defined as blood. You know, time. Time, talent, resources, sweat equity, et cetera, et cetera. Um, even being passionate about it, you know, sacrificing certain things necessarily means success. Because I do think it, it, it means it has to be coupled with being self-aware enough to know that you don't know everything. And probably know very little in the grand scheme so what that tells me is, is yes, you spent all day long, you know, cutting the, cutting the 30 yards that you had to do that week or all week long, 50 yards, whatever. But you, you're, you're trying to get to the, to the second truck and the, and the third truck. But 
but have you educated yourself on a gap in marketing? Have you evaluated, is the guy out there cutting, if it's you or somebody else, is there a way to get three more yards in that neighborhood? Is there a strategy around that person knocking on doors while they're in that neighborhood? Have you, have you extended out beyond just the execution of the work and, and really masterminded how, how to get there? Well, that stuff's hard work, especially when you're tired and you're exhausted from the end of the day. But, but it is those additional steps over time that free you from being on that lawnmower, right? Well, that's a great point. We were talking earlier today about a guy that you know you're pretty close to who, who frankly – Again, did all the work, all the investing, sacrificed all the time, uh, learned something he didn't have any idea about. Very few people would know very much about. And then got in the room ultimately with the buyer that he was wanting to sell the product to, right? And the guy loved the product, loved the service, but the buyer had other needs. And what he realized pretty quickly was, wait a minute, I've actually done all the hard work to get in the room, build the trust, what else can I sell this guy? And that's, that's a great example. That, that, that's exactly And he had to about. keep spilling blood to learn the new products because right. he was a single product company, but realized, like you said, that crap, my product actually wasn't the gold. It's this relationship is the gold. Right. And so if I've got this relationship, is there three, four, five other products that make sense that I can deliver? Right. Because I've, I've got the guy's ear. I, he trusts me. He's getting my catalog now. And uh, it's just a great story. We're going to bring him to the show um, and, and dig into that deeper. But it, it's so true. So it's recognizing, to your point earlier, wow, wait a minute. Have I been missing what's been right in front of me and not, and not making a slight pivot uh, because we don't want to do it. We don't like change. Mm-mm. None of us like change. Change means blood is spilled, by right. the way. All right, so I'm going to ask you a question here in regards to change. Um, so the younger us, not that we're not very young, right? We're, we're extremely, I think we're pretty young, we're extremely young guys here talking. But, you know, the, the, the really young guy, I believe, um, I'm around a lot of them. They underestimate generally what's required to reach the goal here, right? So in terms of the bloodletting that has to take place, they're almost always saying, nah, that's going to be a droplet. You know, and of course, in the reality, it's going to be a bloody mess, right? So the younger generation, I feel, makes that mean, and of course they do. We all do because they don't have the data yet. They don't have the experience. Of course they do. That's natural. Is it true of the older guys as we age, because we have been in so many blood baths <laughs> at this point. You know, we've slipped and fallen on our own uh, so many times that we get a little uh, heavy-footed here to make a decision because we're actually perhaps now overestimating some blood that's going to come our way? No doubt. No doubt. I think the, I think the, the danger for guys like us, not that we're old, Certainly not. We're just experienced. Talk about older guys. The danger for guys like us, experienced guys, guys that have been in business, guys that have sold businesses as we have, guys that have maybe spilt some blood, is we actually, we know what birthing the baby actually feels like. And so the decision to birth another one is actually 
it's just kind of real. And so if we've had a birthing situation where it wasn't a smooth, natural one, but it required some some incisions and some pain and some and some long hours, we might question that second birth a little bit more than we would, right? And so we we actually don't maybe we're lacking the the actual the drive and 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 I'm gonna get it no matter what, which by the way, supersedes some blood spilling. Certainly. When I go backwards, I go, I go, give me a little more of I'm gonna take it and tackle it and drag it. By the way, I've got less to sacrifice because I got less resources. I'm not married, maybe. I don't have kids yet. All those things are not in the equation yet. So I can just see the bullseye and run for it and knock down some other things maybe along the way. Uh, so the blood sometimes you spill is not just your own. Let's be clear. It's not just your own. At our age, we know there's more blood to spill that's not our own. Right. right. And so we – we can create some pause around that. That's a good point. I hadn't thought about that well, in the show. Well, that's a good point. That's a sobering point that sometimes the blood we spill is not our own, right? I think anybody that's been in business for any any significant period of time uh, can look back and go, I don't know that they signed up for that. You know, I, the, the thing that I used to do, dare I say, we, during our course of our tenure together, but the thing I love to do, uh, would be to hire somebody and then immediately change the job description after they agreed to take the job. Oh yeah, right. There's a little blood on that that table, <laughs> right? So there's the that's that's one of many examples where yeah, you can get others involved in this in this bloody mess. Um, and yeah, so when you get older and you're aware of that, you don't maybe you don't really want to do that, right? Uh, the young guy doing that or the inexperienced guy doing that, he he didn't really know that was going to happen anyway. That's not really on him, but it's all on us now. We know we're signing others up to go on this bloody trip. Yeah, you just you know, in that you just you just brought something because I think we we do need to talk about in the show. We've talked about the blood that needs to be spilled, and I, and I think there's so many different ways that can manifest itself. I mean, I just got I'm just run through my brain is just so many different ways I felt that to be true in the business world. So, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go on the other side of this and say, are there some shortcuts? Your favorite topic, Travis. Would you, would you like for me to extend a a word on that, Joe? Well, there are some shortcuts here. Some silver bullets on if you some will. some silver bullets on 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 the blood spilling, and I've got one that's that's come to mind. Okay. And maybe I want you to I want you to have one after this. Oh, I'm ready. You may have the same one as my fear. <laughs> Probably not. Okay. Here, here's mine. Because this is who I am, and this is what I have found to be effective in this. If so, be clear. In order for this to work, you do have to know, much like the gentleman we were talking about earlier in the business, that's that's uh, doing very well. You do have to know who you are and where you're going. And when I say that, I mean who your business is, where you're going, who your customer is, how, how to satisfy that customer. You have to know this, okay? This is not someone who's starting day one. But when you, 
when you're very clear on this, or at least you believe it to be true. Now, you could not be right, but you believe it to be true, and you can convince others that it's true. You can paint a vision that's so powerful to, the, to your sphere, to the people of influence. Maybe the first person you're going to hire, or two people you're going to hire, maybe to your wife, maybe to some friends that have some skill sets that might could come into the equation. This is a conversation you have with me last week. If my vision is strong, my direction is strong, and my leadership is strong, then I can bring other people on board to spill the blood with me. Now the blood that's spilt of my own, and again, maybe blood's not even the right term. I want to be careful with this. Now I can't do it all. But as small business guys and owners and girls, we do often take all the burden. But with a great team and a great visionary leader and a great passion for, for bringing people onto your vision, they're all going to go from, I just work here, to I'm slaying the dragon, spilling the blood with you. And that is, is priceless in overcoming and getting to that next level and get, making that turn. Are you doing that in your business? So that's mine. That's the shortcut I have. And it, well, that I'm going to critique that shortcut a little bit, which may surprise you because I believe I did give that to you last week, and then you just uh, incorporated you gave it to me. The, you sort of then incorporated that into the show as if it was you. You gave it to it me sort of about me. That's why. Kind of, oh, I see. I see. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I got you. I got you. Um, well, certainly I agree with most of that. I, I think the premise of that of getting to, I think the the part of getting to the customer. In, in knowing that that customer, exactly what they need, exactly how to serve. I think one, for the most part, the price you pay to get to that knowledge is a lot of the blood you're going to spill. No, it is. Right? So, so you know, certainly you, you get better at what you do, right? Uh, you get more efficient. I mean, part of the reason the blood gets spilled a lot of times is you, you is because of errors that were made, right? So you correct those. You don't spill that same blood in the future, right? So you get better at what you do, obviously. I was going to say something really very similar, actually, and we've talked about it. We've got a show about it. You and I discuss it once a week, which is, you know, bring other people who perhaps, while, while your scenario was those was creating a, a, a business with people in it with you, sometimes those who aren't in it with you, a board of directors, if you will, a trusted third party, um, a mentor, uh, which is the common theme with so many successful people we talk to, right? There's this mentor figure in their life, but a coach, a consultant, a coach, a consultant, if you will, that person comes in and the, in their method. Now, maybe they're not spilling it with you, but you're bringing them in for a reason. They've spilled it before. Right. right? And so they can kind or of, they've seen a bunch of others spill, seen it. a bunch of others spill. They can sort of navigate these things. They can provide experience where you don't have experience. You know, one of the things I would say, um, you know, looking back, advice given here on younger years and how not to spill blood is as early as possible. You know, if, if you're somebody listening and you don't have a mentor and you're starting out in business, I don't know what you're doing on Monday morning in your business, but one of the things you need to be doing is finding that person for the exact reason we're discussing here. Um, they're going to keep you from spilling some of this blood. In other words, they're going to save you money. They're going to save you time. 
uh, even if this is a consultant or somebody that you pay um, early in your business, right, uh, to, to my degree. But so anyway, the, a trusted third-party entity of some type, that'd be my answer. Oh, I, I mean, no question. Um, your reluctance, let, let me be clear here. This is probably another show. Might do it tonight. Your reluctance to pay a third party whatever they charge, assuming you've validated they're a trusted resource, okay? Your reluctance to pay them is a bad miscalculation on your part. And I'm, and I'm going to say that almost unequivocally underscored, okay? Um, and it's not always because they're an expert in some area that you're interested in. That can be the case. You need a, a, a legal contract in a purchase of a business, then you, you're going to want an attorney to, to, to form this contract who's done it many times over, Okay. That's an example of that. But I told you about an example recently where uh, I got some feedback on a song that I was doing, singing and doing, from a guy who is not in the industry, but just had an honest conversation with me. And I had an honest reception of the conversation. And he was right because I'm aware enough to know when something sounds good or changes and, and, and I'm not stuck on my idea. Right. And it was interesting to me. So, so I want to go back to your, your comment about the board of directors, because I think it's, it's more than one third party is so important here. It's, it's someone that maybe leans towards the financial side of things. Somebody that leans to, uh, you know, maybe a counseling emotional side of things. Somebody that leans towards a CEO of a business type thought process. You know, somebody who, who looks like your customer. Somebody who looks like your employee. You know what I mean? It, it, when you bring all those conversations into the equation, do you think your decision around the next marketing play or product release or is going to be better than you just in your in, in the room at night trying to figure it out it's going to be way better well so you you've hit on another possible way to avoid some of the blood which is a character trait here it's you're describing some humility right so a lot of times people don't want to do it let's say finances aren't the issue we have a show on humility by the do way we have a yeah. humility is oh a, humility you know, is one of our early business, early 10 right? shows well yep. it is an advantage it was a good business. one and and this is a good example of why humility would be a, a, a big advantage because for me to invite somebody in my business now look most small business guys i know that have some degree of success that becomes their identity so for me to for me to invite somebody into my business and say, Hey, look, uh, you know, I'm, I've got this deal coming up. I need to know whether or not, you know, you know, what do you think about it? And I'm actually humble enough to listen to the response and maybe take action on that response. Uh, so that's a, that's a humble mindset in my opinion. So humility is a way to avoid some of the bloodletting. No, I love that. And humility 
leads into self-awareness. And self-awareness is, by the way, a fundamental principle of the big truths of small yes, business. Right. And, and we probably need to define those, those, uh, those traits here next couple of shows. We've built them over time, but we need to lay them out for our audience. But that's a great one. I mean, uh, m- maybe, and again, we have a great show on this and need to go back and revisit it because maybe what we, what we discussed was maybe one of the most important traits to have that's underestimated something you know think that- well it's not valued because if if, say, if if my identity is the successful business guy i really want to talk to my neighbor that's the really good accountant but you know i mean and i'm really weak at accounting but i have to now peel back a little bit of my identity and let him know hey i'm not maybe this perfect guy that you know the super successful guy right well, maybe I am, but I have this weakness, and I've got to decide I need your help. So humility is a cornerstone, I think. Yeah, I mean, I, so I've, I've just been uh, – I just closed a deal today, in fact, on a uh, purchase of a business of, of a client I've been working with in the consulting business. And uh, this is our second purchase, and he demonstrated some pretty – Brave humility, in fact, with uh, with the sizable business he has, and the fact that he uh, he said, "I need your help." Yeah, he's actually a pretty good example. I didn't have him in mind, but he and he let went, me went and, down this road, and he let me lead the charge mm-hmm. on spending a, a, a fair amount of his money mm-hmm. uh, because he 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 and he didn't know fully what he didn't know. He certainly learned what he didn't know through this process. And he also learned that when it comes to uh, major business decisions, that emotions can cause you to be clouded and reactive. And that third party puts it right back where it's supposed to be. So the decision becomes the the quality decision, not the emotional one, right? Yes, certainly if I'm the emotional one in the room and I own the business again, I don't know what's going on with that guy Monday morning, but find the guy who's not and insert him into the conversation about your business. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So we've talked about, uh, some shortcuts here. Um, Travis, as far as if, if you're the guy that, that owns a business, and and you're sitting here, you know, shaking your head, going, "This is this is all like, I get it, guys, but you know, I've this is not what I had to go through. This is all BS. Mm. Um, I get it, but if you do a proper plan on the front end, and you, you know, you X Y Z, and 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 uh, you know, I mean, what do you say to that guy?" Because, listen, here's the problem. And the reason why I bring this up is because the problem that I see from the social media world, who is our news source these days, is they hold up always the biggest winners. Mm -hmm. And the biggest winners are, oh, yeah, 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 made a million dollars my first year. Yeah, I mean, it it was, gosh, I almost did it in 15 hours a week. 
and, and this is the mantra of you know the sales, mm-hmm. you know the sales uh, process of of all this these these business gurus, right? Mm-hmm. And 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 they have you believe this. And so what what do you I mean? What do you say to that? Man, they're out there. You know, we're real estate guys at heart, and that domain is owned on the internet these days by the. Uh, you know, the, the huckster or the, yeah, they've been around forever though. They were selling the, the real estate courses that you would on the, you know, the late night commercials back in the 80s. I mean, these guys have been around forever talk, you know, glossing over the fact. The first thing I would say is I don't know any of them and I know a ton of small business guys. So I don't, I don't, I've never encountered a guy who said, man, you know, that, you know, this, this, uh, this $5 million in revenue we're doing has ah, just easy, man. We rolled right through that. No big deal. Like I, I've never met them. And now that we've exited our business and I, I listen to conversations by some of these guys, it's easier for me to hear the pain, right? Because I'm not really in that pain uh, of, of the small business world right now. And so being that third party right now, stepping aside and looking at these guys, we were playing golf with God today by anyone's measure to be a, a very successful small business guy. And, he just took a deep breath inside, and I was asking him about his business. He said, man, I'll tell you the truth. I need about a year off. <laughs> That's what he said. Now, so, you know, I, I, I just, I've never met the guy. I've never been in the conversation with anybody that has kind of insinuated that, hey, it's been easy. And my first thought on that is when I, when I hear that, and I hear it too because, you know. Well, we hear it on, on TikTok. We hear it everywhere. I hear, I hear it on social media primarily, right? So, yeah, it's just easy to pick out. It's easy to pick out that, well, that's just a lie. That's not true. He's trying to sell me something, right? Yes, I want to tell everybody out there that, that, that that's feeling that what you're doing is hard. It is. It is, and it's normal. doesn't mean you're, 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 you're not doing it right. could mean you're not doing it right. doesn't mean you're doing it wrong, right? Um, you, you may be in a, in a good little, little pocket for a little while because the market for the business you're in was easy. Okay. If you're a real estate agent in the last two years, and I'm not going to speak for across the country, but I think it's relatively true across the country. Certainly true in Atlanta. You didn't have to be worth a darn in the last two years to sell real estate. Now, did you have to be worth a darn to get the listing that still requires what it requires to, to, to actually get your foot in the door to get the listing. But here's the deal. We're about to enter a market where it actually is going to take a good real estate agent to maximize your sale price. It hasn't needed that in the last two years. You stick it on the market and 20 people want your house. So my point is, is that you could have hit a pocket that is a very difficult one for your business model, or it could have been a very easy one. And be careful with seeing the stories where, you know, gold was struck mm-hmm. because of proper timing. It's not even because they necessarily properly timed it, right? I think you might be. Well, that's the biggest point. You don't, yeah. don't, don't skip over that one. So, uh, you know, when I got out of the mortgage business in 2000 and, well, I guess really got out of it in 2006. Started getting out of it in 2005. The market was still booming. Matter of fact, 0506 might have been the height of that real estate market um, right before it crashed. 
Well, I got into another industry, good old property management, which received all of that inventory, received all of that business that the sales business had been getting that I had been enjoying. And people would ask me, you know, a few years into that, and people saw that was going to be successful. Man, how did you time getting out of the mortgage boom and getting right into the property management boom? And my answer really was, well, I didn't, you know, <laughs> the answer is no. Yeah, but don't, don't fool yourself or, or perhaps it's a strategy. You asked earlier, how do you avoid some of the blood? Well, get on that hot market. There's less blood between, and if we're, if we're talking strictly about money, right? Which, okay. But if we're talking strictly about what's the, the least resistance between me and some money in the world of small business, um, yeah. Find the hot market. There's pay attention to what the customers actually want. Yeah, right. In your market, we we actually have talked quite a bit of the last couple of years in this regard about our kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, even tonight, we've said you know we believe that our generation and our kids are in their you know late teens and early twenties that our generation has done a poor job by communicating to our kids that, oh, yeah, just you, you, you figure out what you want to do and you, you make sure it's something you love to do. And, and, and we sort of make this job thing dreamy, a little a bit dreamy. Passion. We make, it a pa- passion. we make it a passion play. Right. And, and we're kind of saying that for the same reason why the dad is sitting over there at the Little League field hollering at the umpire. For his little kid, who his six year old, who's you know called a strike on him that he didn't think it was a strike. Are you kidding me? Is that the lesson, right? No, you're you're living out what you sure you never you you couldn't even hit the ball when you were six, right? And so we've made a grave error there, and uh, the passion play is, and I'm not sure. I, I, I'm you 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 got me here somehow. I'm not sure how why I got here, Travis. You got might have to bail me out. But it's been an error in judgment on our on our generation, and well, it's created a lot of blood, is what. Well, it's come to find out, the idea that preaching to a generation, you just need to do what you want to do, and you know what, you can figure out how to make money doing it. And now, look, there are good. You know, again, the devil's in the details with all this stuff. If what you want to do also happens to correspond to people that will pay you to do it. Okay. Then then let's ball me. You got me back. Thanks for bailing me out. We were talking about we were talking about the the demand curve here. No, 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 no. Your passion play needs to be at least run through the idea that there's a market for it. Right? right? And how difficult it is to reach the market. That's right. And so but it can be confusing because some people that that will work for them. You know, let's say if you are, you do just daggum happen to be good enough to uh, make a custom guitar and, and and sell it, and all of a sudden you're the guy that makes custom guitars and you're selling them for ten thousand dollars a pop. That story gets told on the internet twenty four seven three sixty five forever about that one guy that did right. that. And, and by the way, he all of a sudden didn't make guitars. He had blood to get there. Right. But you just didn't hear about it. But the video I watched was only two minutes long. Yeah, it no. didn't take learn, it. Learn, <laughs> learn how to make learn how to make a high end guitar in, in, in thirty days. Okay. So this is what our gener our you know, when I say our generation, meaning our kids, are just inundated with. Right. 
They are. Yeah, they are. Well, I'd like to wrap up the show with some positive movement towards how let's get let's get some concrete ways in which we're going to have our audience think about blood that's being spilled from a expectation standpoint because we talk about it. that's another principle of the big truths is about be careful about your expectations because poorly set expectations create some misconceived you know thoughts around your your execution your your results and so um what are, what are I want to talk about what are some concrete things that 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 our audience can think about in terms of the blood that's spilled and 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 how to and how to move and and and, and tackle and 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 rebound from 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 the the pain that's felt from the anxiety they may be coming through uh and, and again our audience does range from the person who hadn't started the business to the person that's in business so man, i know it's a bit of a wide gap here but 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 let's get it started and kind of close out the show with some positive sort of encouragement and thoughts and coaching around this so, so what you're talking about is is as as they're bleeding here their need the, the ambulance is pulling up to the scene. Somebody's got to sew that wound up and patch you up and get you going. And I, I think that that person we've described earlier is uh, can be a variety of people. I think it can be a business partner. Um, I think it can be the the great third party coach or consultant. Ultimately, uh, it's a community. Right, oh, and, it's and, crazy and, for a wrote now. The community, yeah. I, I think the new guy or the old guy or the guy in between does nothing but benefit from the right community of, of people. Um, you know, certainly, certainly for mindset, for mental health, which is a lot of what we're talking about here. Really, is is between the ears type stuff. Two guys can have the same exact circumstances; they can spill the same exact blood, but their attitude behind what just happened, what just took place, kind of changes their future which expectations has a lot to do with that expectations has everything to do with that but you know that that group of people that support system you were talking about earlier yeah i wrote that down i don't know there's any expounding to do as far as additional things i wrote down a community of like-minded entrepreneurs i need to know that the boat that i'm in is 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 not alone that there's there's actually patches on the market that I can buy to, to put under that little hole that's, right. that's making that boat sink a little bit, right. that there's a different paddle that'll push that boat a little bit harder and faster, mm. uh, that there's a way that I can shift my weight to keep from falling over when it's a little windy, that there's actually equipment out there that I can see the fish below me. Okay, so you're... you're- <laughs> You're giving some great analogies here, but what I need from you right now, and I, you, and you just rubbed up on one, you know, there's some technology out there that can stop the bloodletting for some of, for some guys who've been doing it manually for a while. Unequivocally, right? technology. Let me throw that in the show. So, community and technology. I'm going to own both of those. I need two out of you before I think, we I think close I gave this show. Both. <laughs> I think I was on top of both of those. <laughs> um, Community technology. Uh, I, I'll give you another one. Yeah. 
education, starting with you. Mm -hmm. Um, You think you have a a lot of the information, and you do, but you you need to be the forever learner. There's more out there for most everybody. Because when we talk about, about, about technology, you don't even know about the technology that you hadn't read about, right? So educate yourself. If you're in... Uh, if you're in the the uh, food business, then go to the food expos that are in your town. Uh, you know, be engaged in your community because your community is putting on uh, shows and expos, and there's experts that talk about it, and there's YouTube channels, and there's there's all kinds of free information out there too to educate yourself about what you're doing. Be on the on the on the front edge of what's coming down the pike. Don't be the company that's 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 falling behind and being drugged by the industry. Get on the front side and do the dragon, right? And um, you know, small business principles and business principles will always work too. I mean, great customer service, answer phones quickly, you know, return calls, all that stuff applies. Um, but if but if you're if if your software is from you know 1990, and your competitor has the latest and greatest, where that customer let, let's talk about attorneys for instance, there's softwares out there where in the closing process of real estate transaction, I'm getting minute by minute communication every time a document's been un- uploaded, every time a a question of information has been asked, every time. A date has changed. I mean, it's all being communicated automatically. Mm-hmm. And then I've got the closing attorney that I don't get anything until I'm close to the closing. But it's 1990. Right. It hasn't changed. Yeah. And that, you know, I mean, so, yeah, educate yourself. Mm-hmm. I think education's huge. So we've got community. We've got technology. We've got education. I'd like one more to close out the show, and that's going to be on you. <laughs> well, um, I think... You know, look, I think an in-game strategy and, and, and the clarity around what you're actually doing. Because, because a lot of times, the blood gets let down a road that maybe doesn't lead to the in-game that you're looking for, right? So, so there, is a, there is an in-game strategy for your business, Maybe you've never thought about that. So maybe you're operating in a way as if your business is going to operate forever. But guess what, Joe? You may not know this. You're not going to live forever. So if I'm clear about what I'm doing, if I'm clear about why I'm doing it, and I'm clear about to what ends, some of this blood I may not have to spill at all. I'm going to bail you out a little bit on that one. I'm going to wrap it up into a a business plan, and an exit strategy. I'm sorry. Is that another verbiage for what I just said? It is. And so now that's yours, I'm just. I'm just trying to. This belongs to you. I'm trying to button this up for you. (laughs) What, What Travis just communicated is, if you didn't have a business plan to begin with, then that could be a problem and more blood will be spilled. That needs to be well thought out. You probably need to get some outside counsel on that. Again, they don't all have to be expert outside counsel. Your wife, by the way, or husband, may actually be some decent counsel with this. And, right. then, and then you need an exit strategy. 
And the reason why I say that is because the best way for you to understand where you are is to visualize what it would look like or what it would take for someone to write you a check and sell your business. Mm-hmm. It gives you a little bit of a gap. Right. Uh, and that gap actually is motivating. At least it was for us, right? Well, here's what I can tell you to end the show with. Somebody else is bleeding in that old property management business right now, not us. <laughs> Listen, thank you for uh, listening to the big truths of small business. Your host, Joe Watkins and Travis Castle. We will be back at you sooner than the last. We thanks for listening. We're on all the podcast networks. Check us out. We got the truths, we got the truths, we got the big truths of small business. We got the truths, we got the truths, we got the big truths, we got the big truths of small business, yeah. Looking for a sponsor, and we're out.